We have all seen that movie where there's a shop negotiator who walks into a room for the first time, meets everyone, the total strangers, and then somehow the guy seems to close the deal for a million dollars. Now, maybe you haven't seen that in the movie, but we've all heard stories about these super smooth guys and girls that can sell absolutely anything to anyone the first time that they meet them. Now, is this realistic and is it something that we should strive for? Is it possible for people to achieve such feats in sales, business, in marketing, and in everyday networking scenarios? So yes, some people are capable of doing that with great personal flair, but for most of us, it's not even a remote possibility. In fact, I personally wouldn't even recommend that that is how you go about trying to sell or influence things, you know, when you're trying to sell your product or your services, or you're working with people at the office or in your committee meetings. So even if it's that something that I could do, I wouldn't even teach you guys to do that. But to put the record straight, just so I don't get the wrong kinds of inquiries, I don't know how to teach people to walk into a room and then hit the ball right out of the park on a big sum right away, total strangers, first time, first try. I don't know how to do that. Now, the reason why I wouldn't recommend that you do this is because it's really daunting and emotionally overwhelming for both of you. It's uh, overwhelming because for you, you're walking into this situation and as far as you're concerned, let's say your product or service is worth 300k. Every single time you talk to someone, you're putting the weight of 300k behind you. So you have three conversations today, you have the weight of 300k behind you at each of those conversations. And if you have one more conversation tomorrow or maybe five next week, it's the same. And um, your track record is not going to be 100%. Even if you can do this, there's no guarantee that if you talk to 10 people straight, you're going to be able to close 10 big deals uh, one time um, just like that. So that's a lot of uh, emotional weight and baggage to carry around with you. And of course, the weight of the rejection is going to be correspondingly high. Of course, it's the same for the people that you're talking to. Um, it's troubling for the client because nobody, or rather very few people, like taking big dramatic decisions the first time that they meet a total stranger. So let's uh, dial this back to a wedding and event kind of scenario. So a wedding photographer and uh, what you're charging is 400k or you're a wedding planner and for the whole package for uh, two days you're charging them um, 1.5 now, especially given the situation of the economy that we're in, there are not lots of people who walk around and like to drop 400k right off the bat or who like to just make a transfer for 1M or 1.5M like that, especially when you guys don't know each other, there's no prior um, context. So if customers have this level of resistance and tension at the beginning of the sale, it's likely that they're going to suffer from buyer's remorse or buyer's regret later on. Now, in either scenario, they're going to have these um, negative emotions associated um, with you. The difference between buyer's regret and buyer's remorse is a very simple one. In one situation, the client is upset at themselves because they made the decision. And then in the second case, they're upset with you that they made the decision. But either way, these are negative emotions that are going to be associated with you and it's not going to do well. Um, in the future when you try to establish yourself as a credible and comfortable um, uh, business partner for the future. So if you're able to do that and you're able to get Ogwefi um, or his wife to drop 400k immediately or 1m immediately on the first day that you guys meet, but then they don't have an all too pleasurable um, experience with you in the process of delivering, even if you don't do anything wrong, 
it's going to be a negative experience and uh, the Obuefi and his wife, Lolo, are not going to be willing to give your number to any of their associates anytime um, soon. So instead of going in for the big kill at the beginning, why not start by making little sales and little commitments that move you uh, closer to the final ask, to the final 400k, to the final uh, 1m. Why not uh, make little sales and little commitments? So the first sale could be, uh, for instance, to um, get them to be willing to take the next meeting to have another conversation, which is something that I practice and I also uh, try to preach that if you run into people at the wedding fair, the goal is not to get them to pay um, a 500k deposit now or a 200k deposit on the total 400k. The goal should be, are they interested? Are they willing to talk some more? Are they going to be ready to take a meeting next week, Saturday, where you guys can sit at the office or sit in their house or wherever and have a conversation without, you know, 200 people uh, crowding around in the, in the bridal fair and the loud music from the DJ and um, uh, things like that. So essentially, what you're trying to sell more or less at that first meeting, the first micro sale is... Um, Okay, well, the first micro sale to the brand and groom basically is something like this. So with everything that you've explored so far, you look at over here, it looks like uh, it looks like uh, it makes sense for us to have a meeting so we can go over proposals in more detail. Are you open to that? And of course, the bride or the groom are going to say yes or they're going to say no. If they're going, if they say no, then you should be asking more questions to try and figure out what it is that you didn't understand correctly, how it is that you've missed the mark, or what their vision of a perfect wedding is. And you will know whether you're talking with a qualified client or not. And if they say yes, then of course the next thing is, you know, what dates are, uh, what dates work for you? Um, how's uh, Friday in the morning or Saturday afternoon? Something like that, you know, just simple options. So that is the first sale. And this is going to be the first in a series of sales that lead up to the final ask of the 400k. So don't assume that you're just going to walk into uh, people at a networking session or you meet them at the bridal fair or somebody introduces you to them and then the first time you pick up the phone you're trying to get them to drop that 400k or that 1m you should be looking for smaller sales along the way you're moving people along one um, step at a time and then if you get to that meeting then the second sale essentially is going to be something like this so if I've understood you correctly, uh, if I know what it is that you guys are looking for, then what we have here are options one, option two, and option three. And uh, these are the things that we can uh, play around with so that we can uh, plan the perfect wedding um, of your dreams. In this case, we're assuming that we're talking to a wedding planner now. Sorry, that it's a wedding planner having this conversation. And then you just ask a simple question. Which one jumps out at you the most? You have put together a couple of alternatives. You get some feedback on it, and then you now know which of the options looks more favorable and then you know where you're going to start uh, drilling down or amending um, or tweaking and that is also another um, series of small sales and small steps that you're going to walk the person the potential customer um, through which leads all the way up to the final commitment or the final um, or the final um, stage so, of course, once you've walked people all through all these micro-commitments, it's not going to be out of place if you say, okay, Mr. and Mrs. Odogu, um, if we're okay with everything that we've discussed so far, so the next step is a payment of the deposit for the amount of 200K to confirm your date. Or 
uh, the next step is you pay a deposit of the 1M to confirm your date. Now, at this stage, you have earned the right because you've walked them through a series of micro steps. You've gotten micro commitments. You've got some buy-in. You've been able to establish credibility and trust and um, all that jazz. And so that now gives you the right to make the sale. And also the uh, credibility that you have established here and the commonality that, that you have built is what is going to be able to limit the buyer's remorse or the buyer's regret later on. Because with this kind of relationship that you've established so far, if there's anything that is off or seems untoward, um, there is the relationship and the rapport that they're going to be able to speak up for uh, a chief and his wife to say they're not happy with this or they're not happy with that. And you guys are going to have an open conversational relationship so that you can uh, redress. So it limits um, the uh, the chances that things are going to go wrong um, in the uh, in the future. So this is the process that I think we mere mortals ought to take when we're involved in complex sales scenario scenarios. Sorry. And complex sales scenarios essentially involve our products or services that, uh, well, of course, they're complicated, but they involve a lot of money. And I think that's what we mere mortals should do. So next time you see any of those fancy guys or girls going and closing that 1M deal, you know, that's that's cool. And uh, by all means, we should wish them well. If you want to learn, then um, ask them about it so they can teach you their processes. But I think that this is a lot more easier and manageable um, process with a higher um, success rate and with less pressure. So with each conversation that you're going to be having with potential uh, clients, uh, with Chief Odogu now or whoever it is that he refers you to or his wife refers you to, you're not going to have the full weight of that 400k or 1m on your mind at the point where you're having every single conversation. It's going to be, we're having a meeting now or we're having this conversation now, what is the next step? How do I sell the next step? How do I sell the next step? How do I sell the next step? And then eventually you get to the big um, to the big sale. So yeah, by all means, let's keep entertaining ourselves with the superstar negotiators in the movies and things like that. And like I said, whenever we meet these smooth operators who go for the big kill, let's try and learn as much as possible from them because you never know, you might learn tips and tricks that will come in handy uh, that will come to closing the sale or moving the uh, relationship along. But the reason why I recommend this smaller uh, micro-commitments step-by-step um, approach is because it's much easier and it's a much more emotionally calm way to go about making the sale and it doesn't freak out the potential buyer. Because if you get a reputation of being that photographer who is going in for the kill absolutely every single time, you know, people talk and after a while, people just won't want to have conversations with you. Like, oh, that's that guy, Kunle. I beg that Kunle, he's, I don't know, Sha, and then you just, you know, people just start avoiding you. So let's do it this way. It's much more emotionally calm. It's not going to freak people out. And your uh, your level of success is going to um, increase because going for the big kill absolutely every time, I can assure you that, yeah, you score one and it's good for your ego, but it's not going to happen lots of times. But if you're doing things this micro way, it's realistic to think that if you're speaking to 10 people and they're the right kind of people you might end up closing four or five deals uh, with all of them and of course it's better to run through 20 people and end up doing deals with eight or ten of them rather than running through 20 people and you only end up doing one deal even though that deal is a big deal and it makes you feel good and it makes you feel um uh, popular or whatever so thank you very much for listening to today's episode i'll catch you guys at the next recording